Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. And again, like I said, I, you know, not only did I lose a relationship with her, I was losing a relationship with like my friends. I remember my, you know, I had a friend who would pull me to the side and say, Matt, like, who are you? Like, I don't, I don't recognize this guy anymore. I had a, you know, I was losing my relationship with my sisters and my parents and, you know, aunts and uncles, cousins, where like now, like since July 1st, like I feel as if I'm really trying to rebuild those. I make it a, con- a conscious decision of like, go check in on this person, call this person, shoot a text to this person, ask this person to ha- come hang out with you. Hey, what are you up to tonight? You want to go get some drinks? You want to go get drinks next weekend? Um, so... Yeah. So like I said, but like from that fork in the road in the beginning, I just, I just kind of knew that, you know, of course there were some ups, of course, you know, but the downs, I just stayed for the wrong reasons of your, her support system. You should stay your friend and her friend introduced you. You should stay for them. It's, it's immature. Like looking back on it now, it's like, really like, that's why you wanted to stay Matt. Really? Like you could have avoided all the stress and money related to being married, being engaged, kids, and now I'm, you know, paying rent and I have child support, and you know, it's a lot, but I'm, but I'm motivated to do what I can to do best for me, but also to do best for my kids, and I and I try to be, you know, a, a good dad to whenever I can, you know, when I'm with them. It sounds like you're doing the right thing. And it also sounds like you had all the signs and, you know, you were you were doing what most of us do, which is try to be a good person. And sometimes being a good person means honoring yourself. So if those of you who are listening, like if you hear it in his story, it's like all the signs were there. You just got to honor yourself. And sometimes doing the right thing is just paying attention to what you feel is the right thing. It's not about making somebody yeah. else happy. Because I don't know about you, Matt, but I, I mean, no matter how hard I tried, I could not make her happy. That's a decision that, that that's on them. That's not on us. Like, we yeah. have a responsibility to make us happy. And I hear that now, yeah. in, like in the choices that you're making and, and the, the way that life is evolving for you is like, now you're making those choices. You know, how's yeah. that working? It's good. You know, um, again, like I have an apartment that, you know, I like, um, it is, you know, it's definitely me. Um, I've definitely, you know, repaired my relationships with like my parents and my sisters, um, with friends. Um, and I've become like less scared, you know, in terms of like putting myself out there, um, you know, in terms of like, you know, uh, you know, like I have someone right now, you know, that I'm with that, you know, she makes me unbelievably happy. Um, and we're just kind of seeing, you know, where this relationship goes right now, you know, but like, it's just kind of, it's, it's just, you know, it's not, it's not having that fear to put myself out there because for 13 years, I was with somebody who I give her that credit. She put herself out there. She, you know, she, she was always bluntly honest with me and I have to respect that with her because I think in the end, 
and knowing from like what she told me in, you know, marriage counseling and even in, you know, when we were in marriage counseling is like, just be honest with me, Matt. And I think I was, for whatever reason, I was scared of being honest because I was afraid to lose her. But looking back on it, it's like, why was I so afraid to lose somebody who was making me not feel happy? Was it losing her or losing the idea of like the marriage and, you know, what we all strive for when we're kids? I think, prob I mean, probably that's what it was, you know, maybe it was like a sense of failure of like, you know, and, and, and again, and she would tell you this, like she towards the latter part of our relationship. Yeah. You know, I remember we would be like driving in the car, maybe like towards like, you know, like our marriage counselor in the city. And she's like, like, what do you want, Matt? Like, do you want a divorce? Like, you know, should we get divorced? And I just never said yes. I just never said it, you know? I remember sitting in our in our apartment that we had uh, when we were dating. And, uh, or even like when we were like, when, like our first years of marriage. It's like, well, what, like, do you want, like, should we just walk away right now, Matt? Should we walk away? And like, she's asking me. And I think, she, and she, I think even to this day, she was like, if you want to walk away, I need you to hear it. Because I'm not going to say, I want to walk away. Like she put it, she did put it on me. If you don't want to be in this relationship, I need to hear you say it. I think she would have worked. She would have stayed to attempt to work this out. But I think it was on her, her rules. As much as we went to marriage counseling, I never saw one ounce of change in her. Cause I was, be, I was being the one to be asked to, to change. I never saw her trying to be more intimate with me. I never saw her trying to change her vibe with like my parents or my sisters, my friends, like none of that ever changed. It was, well, Matt has to change. Matt has to be more responsive. Matt has to be more honest. Matt has to, and, and, and now I am, and, but here I am, you know, now we're divorced. Yeah. So again, I, I wish I had been this person 13 years ago on that night, as much fun I was, as I was having, I could have walked away or I could have walked away after the first six months of us dating where I was like, you know what? You don't seem happy with me. You don't seem happy with my friends. You don't seem happy with my family. This isn't going to work. And I should have just walked away. I should have, you know, and, but I can't change the past. And I think during the first six months of that separation, I, that was a hard pill to swallow because yeah. all I wanted, all I kept doing was thinking about those times. I wanted to change them. I was frustrated I couldn't change them. I couldn't. You can't, there's no time machine, you know? Yeah. I think that's a skill though. I think that, you know, that's a skill that yeah. most of us don't get until we go through a divorce process. Because then at that point, we're now equipped with knowing the value of what's important to us and how to, you know, nurture that, how to stand up for that. Because once you do that, then, you know, you're, you're the best version of you. But it's, you know, it's like when you, I measure it in like an integrity, you know, you're, you're with somebody and then you, you're like, you don't do something for yourself and you go from a hundred to 99%. And then you yeah. compromise and you're like, oh, you know what, maybe we don't go see my parents this weekend. And then you go to 98. And then by the time that, you know, you realize it and you're like, you know, I'm at 60% of, of who I am. This sucks. But that's a very good way to put it. You know, it was kind of like, you know, you get, you get kind of chipped away you know it's like those little dents happen and all of a sudden it's like wow like i'm a mess yeah like i'm a mess it's like my armor is completely there is no more armor yeah. it, you know it's definitely you know it's pierced the skin you know um 
but again, I can't change it, you know? Um, and so now I've just kind of, I've accepted it. And it's just like, all you can do, Matt, is now go forward. You have to go forward. Yeah. There is no going backwards. Um, it's just go forward and just be the, try to be the best version of yourself right now, because that's, I, I can't, I can't. And I refuse to be that guy ever again. I've done, I did that. So done. So you've done some cool stuff out of it. Like you've gotten, you've created some, some new possibilities as a result of your divorce. Share something about that. Sure. Um, so I was kind of looking for like an outlet, um, you know, and again, it's, and I'll be honest, it was like money. Like I was like, I'm not going to a counselor to, for myself, like one-on-one. -on -one. And that's just me. Maybe guys listening to this feel as if they need someone to talk to and, and, and go to a therapist, things like that. But I just was like, you know what? I'm paying rent. I am paying child support. I just, I can't afford that right now, you know? Um, you know, I've leaned on, of course, like, you know, people in my close circle and just being bluntly honest with them of just like, Hey, I need to talk. Hey, can I ask you this? Hey, can I just vent to you for a second? You know, but out of it, um, and I give credit to the person, you know, that I'm, you know, seeing now is that it's, I kind of created like an, an Instagram that then went into an Instagram account called a uh, divorce dad, dude. And then that then, uh, kind of rolled into uh, my blog, uh, Divorce Dad Dudes. And it's basically just trying to, it's shedding the label of like divorce dad. Like that just sounds like so like, just like for, to me, like it just seems like so not demeaning, but just kind of like, not like a positive label, you know? Like dad is the positive side of that, but like the beginning part of that is like the divorce side, right? Like. So adding the kind of like the dude end of it is just kind of like, listen, man, like, all right, you're divorced. Like, okay, you're divorced. You're a dad and you have a responsibility. So on my Instagram account, I focus on just kind of just sharing a lot of positive memes and just kind of like inspirational, like kind of like photos of like me and my kids or things that like I'm doing. Like, and I always kind of like start a post with like, dude, dot, dot, dot. And then like a moment, like a, like I'm sharing like a thought or a comment, you know, like I think one of my first posts was like, I bought a treadmill from my upstairs neighbor for like a hundred bucks. And I was like, you know what guys, like you got to take care of yourself. You can't just sit around your apartment. You can't sit around your, your house and just be depressed. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.